I am what I am. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. I'm Henry Gilbert, the host of Cape Crisis. I feel slightly out of it, like I haven't done this in a while. I'm H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Also here with regular co-host Chris Antista. Christopher Antista. Who he was nice enough to, uh, while everybody else was out having fun in Los Angeles, to... Post an episode, a, oh. a, a Cape Crisis classic. Yep. Classic. A KKK. <laughs> or CCC, sorry. Yeah, wait a minute. It was a, it was a C3. Mm-hmm. A C3. C3 for E3. Yeah, um, it was good times, right? Yeah, because all you little dinks abandoned the website mm-hmm. once people started announcing news, new Zeldas. But for like two days. That's it was scary. Was cool. <laughs> oh, the was Zelda was amazing. Yeah. It looks so good. I cannot wait to play that game. In 2016, there were a lot of good. Uh, there were well, there were a couple good comic book video games announced. Oh, I didn't see any, but uh, oh, no, except for well, not an announced. Well, actually, not announced, but like new segments. You know, but I should first introduce our third man. Got it. Hi, it's Dave, Dave Rudden. Hey, Dave Rudden. Hey, Dave Rudden. The superstar of the millennium. Yes, <laughs> Dave Rudden. <laughs> yeah, so E3 did happen. I was there in La La Land. Uh, didn't get to meet any comic book celebrities, sadly. Were you not at the Sony press conference? Oh, you didn't get to meet Oh, them? man, boy, that, that was, was something. That poor guy. I'm like, I don't know if they know who... Uh, shit. Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah, who Brian... It sounds Michael- like you don't know who Brian Michael Bendis <laughs> I do. I've, just, I've never seen him before. The Like, I've... I've posted a picture of him and then like everybody started posting like like Krang and uh, <laughs> well look man he's a he's all he he writes six books a month so like of mm-hmm. course he's fat he lives <laughs> he sits at his he's computer never, all fucking yeah. day can he put his computer on a treadmill it just, <laughs> he'll do that yeah there are treadmill desks yeah I read Dan Slot bought one I don't know how much he uses it but uh, it looks of everyone at Comic Con no no but, uh, but yeah the let's Let's talk about that real quick. So okay. the Sony press conference, I think some people had Sony blinders on when they said the Sony press conference was great. Because I uh-huh. was like, no. Not during that segment. It was 65 to 70% yeah. really good. And the stuff that was good was really, like they announced a movie with one of their biggest characters. That's never happened at an E3 before. Mm-hmm. That was during that kind of dead zone. But though. that was when, the dead zone. when they still. Look, nobody, I had to tell this to my coworkers when they were like wanting to tear their hair out while Brian Michael Bendis talked, but <laughs> I am a big fan of Powers. I actually, yeah, exactly. Powers is great. I'll admit that I haven't read Powers in about six years. Yeah. I have not I stayed have. current with it, but, uh, but I really love that book and Brian Michael Bendis too. And I think it is awesome that like, unlike, I think if you compare the two, Microsoft is making their own TV series, which is Halo, which is such... A safe bet. Mm-hmm. While meanwhile, Sony is getting a little riskier, and they're making a police procedural based on an independent comic book. Yeah, like, it's pretty nuts. Microsoft's making a lot of stuff. They're not just doing Halo. Okay, the Halo is. You're right. It's that's you're their right. centerpiece. But they're also doing like um, I forget the name of that show. It's uh, some show about they, aliens that's big in Sweden. They have more, more yeah. than one show coming. Yeah, there's right. a lot. But it's still like power. Like powers trumps all of that. <laughs> really? Yeah, powers yeah. is great. But it's something I've heard of. It's something I would like to see on the screen. Not many people have, though. And I heard that, like, Bendis just went off script. Like, I heard people saying... It was long, dude. I, I heard people saying that they were in attendance and they could see the teleprompter for Bendis. Ooh, yeah. And Bendis was just like, nah, man, I'm a writer. Don't I need it. I want. Don't, Don't need, need it. it. And that's why he went long. He doesn't realize that, like, 
Well, either he didn't realize or maybe he didn't care because, like, he doesn't work for Sony or PlayStation. Mm-hmm. That he just can talk as long as he wants mm-hmm. and, and that it doesn't disrupt the show or anything. And so he just went really long. And it also sucked that, like, he really shouldn't have gone long when he knew that at the end of it he was going to say the worst, one of the worst sentences you can hear what? at a game press conference. Hmm. So we don't have much to show you. Oh, and then they but showed a picture. But if I may, I have some concept art. Oh my god, that was embarrassing. You never mm. do not. <laughs> All right, are you getting blazed up in here? <laughs> <laughs> the, the scent of that just hit me. I'm sorry. Uh, yes. I don't want to get hot boxed on <laughs> during this podcast, man. Uh, yes, I got my medical marijuana card today. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. I bought it. I bought it in, the, in a, uh, the Simpsons season eight on DVD used. You same... gotta get high if you're gonna enjoy that season because that's when it started to go downhill. <laughs> no, but that's when it started to be meta, mm. and I didn't have it, and uh, I didn't have it in the house. I let someone borrow. And it did the doctor who uh, gave you that prescription also prescribe season eight? Like it's normally not a great season, man. But <laughs> no, no but... you're gonna be laughing a lot more. Yes, you? well, I thought it'd be it's an interesting. Our showcase is really good. There's plenty of reason to listen to us, but well, now, that... now you're... this is my first episode high. I just did a live stream doing it. It was not good. I was worried that there was some sort of Twitch. Uh, TOS that we were breaking. Look, well, I you will, were breaking. I wasn't. I am going to say this though. I <laughs> your vapor does not. Your vapor has not oh, okay, bothered gotcha. me that much. But if gotcha. you are going to blow it in my face and <laughs> smell, and instead of smelling like I didn't blow it in your face, if you just how do you think I just smelled it? I don't like, think you understand how I smelled it before you smelled it. But so Dave dealt it. Uh, I think we, we we found a solution. Look, anyway, yeah, oh. concept art. Henry's, Henry's making a rule on the show. No. Marijuana. I just don't want to blow it in my face. I don't love the smell of it that much. I got, a, I got those marijuana lollipops in there. You want to, want to have one yeah, with me? Maybe I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, guys, say no to drugs. Dude, <laughs> and they, gave, they gave me a card, and the whole time, like, I'm like, this can't be this easy. And I go get the card. They're, they're like hiding a doctor. The doctor will see you now, and they take you back. And this this doctor with a stethoscope on. I'm like, is this? This seems like a fairground thing. Come <laughs> yeah, and look no. at the doctor. And the guy was just telling me like, oh, you vape? I was like, yeah, I want to vape the pot. I don't want to. I don't want to smoke pot ever. Like, mm-hmm. I, I never want to do that. You want to vape the greens? I want to vape it. I want to eat it. And 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 he's like, yeah, but vape will hurt your voice. I'm like, what? And then I walked in the doctor's office and like, he just said vapor will hurt my voice. Mm-hmm. What? Vapor will it hurt my voice? How the fuck should I know? Like, <laughs> outside of the being a doctor thing, <laughs> outside of being a doctor thing, one, I can't believe you're talking to me like that. Mm-hmm. I just did an A, a, an yeah, a and a one. Mean. And then the next, yeah, you should know. This is like a big part of your business. There's not yeah. any, you're the only doctor I would ask, has vape bad for you? <laughs> And well, then, without insurance, you're not going to go to another doctor. So. Exactly. Now I'm medicated forever. This is cheap as balls. And then the, oh, you, go in, you go into this clinic and it's super weird. He's like, don't, you can have your headphones in, but don't talk on the phone. Take a picture. Stream. Take video of anything. Or tell anybody really what's happening here. So you can't, you can't stream on Twitch, but you stream is fine. Yeah. It, well, it's because it's all, it's all, the, all the language is hilarious. It's like, if you need to come here to take your meds. What? Yeah, my meds. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of people behind me, like, blowing shit into a giant popcorn bag and then inhaling it. Like, oh, can I take some of their meds? This well, is hilarious. I can't believe we have to do this to yeah, fool the rest of the country. But I, I would guess there's, there's probably, I don't know what, I'm just ballparking because I've never been in one of these places. Mm-hmm. We tried to do it for we an did. episode of We tried. It wouldn't let us in. That's kind of the only reason I wanted the card. I want yeah. to see what's in there. But it, I would say, what is there, like, 5% like people who, like, 
super seriously need this. Like, they have cancer. There was and... one guy in a wheelchair. Yeah. I don't know if that's because of pot. Mm-hmm. I guess no. I don't put you in a wheelchair. Well, well those those commercials were lying where it's like uh, you dr- you dr- you're in the drive-thru and you hit a, a baby with your car. <laughs> but if you do smoke uh, pot, and classic. I don't, uh, I didn't know what, like, oh, and for, just for uh, signing up with us today, there's no fee for that. Uh, we're going to give you a free free eighth. I'm like, only an eighth? That's like that's like one eighth of something. I, like, oh, that's a that's a weight for pot. You think I know off the top of my head what that means? I'm like, oh, I guess. Thank you. And it turns out it's pretty big. So if you if you know if you like pot, get a pot card. You get a if free you live eighth in just for doing California it. or Colorado, Washington, Washington, and then I think Florida actually just the governor just signed some. Law they mean to do that. Yeah, like, tax the hell of that. It a is, lot of it, and it's like, what's the difference between that and getting hammered? Honestly. No, it is. Well, isn't that what we uh, Henry, we spend an episode talking about? What Henry doesn't about allow this, on his podcast? No, I'm. Well, I I miss the days. <laughs> I will miss the the. What will teenagers talk about now when they mm-hmm. say like, well, "Hey, man, alcohol is way worse than this, and that's illegal, man." What if like, we're living in the Marvel <laughs> universe and Iron Man's reading me? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like I now that they well now I mean that now that you can't just have like. Late night conversations over the need to legalize pot. Like, it yes. just is very oh, strange. Wow, we did do a lot of that, didn't we? Yeah. Every you can't do it anymore. Alcohol kills on now, man. That's Say, a- that and gay marriage. Like, yeah. you can't talk about it anymore. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, every everybody's on board. You're going to lose that. Watch it, Henry. Might happen it to makes- you once you get female, playable characters. Well, next, we're going to be talking about if you can get married to pot. <laughs> yeah, that's the slippery slope, Dave. That is the slippery slope. Uh, uh, married to pot. Just wanted to assure people like their sound effects here. I don't know. I haven't used them in a while. So yeah, now you become a weed maniac. Even though I know no. you're like you barely, <laughs> I, you're not a the smoker of the of the of the. No, green, I never. I green. never get high. Uh, but I but I am having become the Scrooge McDuck of free time, um, <laughs> <laughs> and and realizing it's cheaper than alcohol at this point it's still pretty expensive at that place but it's well it's, and like i bet you'll start losing weight I, all i ever want to do is eat yeah yeah mm-hmm. i just want to save money and i want to I, I got the kind that like you just go to bed with it and, like i've always had a really hard time going to bed like a really hard time uh a couple of like straight sober nights this since this unemployment just up until seven in the morning can't help it lying in bed like trying to fall asleep it's bad all right. Now I can sleep. <laughs> but you can also get a pot prescription for that. Mm-hmm. Insomnia win. Well, yeah, let me, let me, and so, like, the whole guy's like, all right, you're done. I'm like, I wanted to start, like, laughing. I can't believe they're giving me this. <laughs> this I, I don't even want it, really. Uh, <laughs> it's like that episode of Simpsons where everyone's trying, well, everyone's faking <laughs> buying the painting. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, here's your pot card. You know what it probably <laughs> is? I, it, it was mostly because I have to go back to Florida to treat my dead grandmother. And I, I can't – usually I'd love going back to Florida like, yeah, this is an iPhone. It's one of those things you've seen on the news, you fucking hicks. Yeah, it's in my pocket. <laughs> this is great. And, like, I got the You've iPhone 5S. And then, yeah, like, I'm like, well, everybody at least has a 3. So it's not, it's not <laughs> weird anymore. But if I bring legal weed and the right to carry it back to Florida, that is my iPhone status. So you can – wait, you can actually bring it on a plane? I'm going to give it a shot. All right. Good luck. <laughs> I would read up about that first. I did. Oh, okay. I did. But, like, I'm a holder in California. You can't do nothing to me but confiscate it at the San Francisco airport. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's going to be my carry-on. 
And my taxes paid for your weed that you're bringing to the you know terminal. They did. They totally did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We should get back on to comic books. Uh, anyway, about E3, yes, there's Brian Michael Bendis becoming the pariah of, of E3. Like, Wasn't a pariah. He's just like a lot of un- People hate unflattering it. photoshops came out of that. Yeah. That's why I couldn't believe like our old colleague, Gary Steinman, like... <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. d- got on stage and did push-ups. Like, if somebody asked you, any of us, oh, did you to push-ups? do push-ups in front of six million people who all want to make fun of anybody <laughs> who they see. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of writers are waiting to put you in a list of terrible, cringe push Yeah, look at this stupid idiot. Like, cringy, cringy, cringe. And, and fucking, but you know what? You know how Gary threw it all off? Mm-hmm. Neck Neck yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's got two they Twitter should, accounts, apparently. He should... His new position at Ubisoft should be the editor and neckerchief. Mm-hmm. Ah, that is good. Damn it. Yeah. I meant to tweet that like right after it happened, and I'm like, fuck, it's what, too late. What should he call himself, Dave? Editor and neckerchief. We really need to get a... There, I say was... it one more time. Editor and neckerchief. Uh, uh, they love that one. I was also jealous that uh, that he got to share the stage with the lovely Aisha Tyler. Yes, who my... Yes, she's great. Yeah. Funny... Mm-hmm. Anybody said a bad, an unkind thing to her on Twitter, like, this is not. You act like you haven't watched these every year. Yeah. Yeah. These have been awful for a long time. I love that, like, Ubisoft, I forgot, they did the same thing last year, but, mm-hmm. like, so it's turning into a video game podcast. Yeah, but it really is. I mean. they, every, uh, every year on Spike, they show Microsoft and EA, mm-hmm. and those have to be PG 13 or a little M rated. But Ubisoft is just online, and so, mm-hmm. like, I think one of the first things Aisha Tyler said was, fuck. She mm-hmm. was like, yeah, fuck this, man. And, like, and she knows what she's talking about. That's, yeah. That's always nice to know. And that she seems to at least appears to go off script. Mm-hmm. Or or admit, like, yeah, we're going to play Happy For You, a song you are totally sick of hearing. <laughs> we're going to play it. Yes. I like that. So much E3. Let's talk more about it. Well, also, also game... Card. Game wise, oh sorry, no video. Well, comic book game wise, just uh, so which annual sequel's coming back? Well, Disney Infinity yes. Marvel. Oh, did you there. play that? I no, I walked by it. I didn't get the appointment, and I was really pissed that I didn't get the appointment mm-hmm. because guess like the uh, the person who worked I work with who did get that one mm-hmm. came back with like yeah I got two free toys. <gasps> they let me pick. It was uh, and it was Venom and Hawkeye. Fuck, and I was like. Oh man, I'm jealous. I would have picked Spider Man though. Were they not giving it? And she was like, "No, I wanted Captain America, or I wanted Hawkeye over Spider Man." I was like, "What? <laughs> what?" So you're the one. Yeah, it's crazy. Look, I love Hawkeye guy as more as Hawk much as the gay. next guy, but <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> Come on, just trumping an argument with one word. <laughs> and, and then also Spider-Man. they had Nova. Like they have a Nova in the set, which is, I think is really great. Well, I didn't know that because I worked at the Disney booth at the last D23 for a game. You might remember. Uh, and, and I don't remember it. At the Disney Expo, and I was in the in they Disney Infinity was six months out, mm-hmm. and inside the booth they had every. I didn't know what the, that it would be like. It feels like they've released nothing for mm-hmm. the most part for Disney Infinity. It's been a bunch yeah. of shit I don't care about, and they did it throughout the period of over a year. All of that shit was there before, like in front of me before launch, and I could have taken all of it. Right, <laughs> and I was, I was, I was just, I was back there, and like it was a Chuck E. Cheese ball pit of these things, <laughs> and I didn't bother taking it. Well, you know what? Uh, like the Frozen ones mm-hmm. were, were more in demand there mm-hmm. than, uh, than Marvel characters. Oh, let it go, Emma, and uh, I can't remember the names. Really, I feel bad. 
Uh, it's Sasha and Gertrude. No. Yes. Ah. Hmm. No. Anya. Dave. I uh, no. Bert. No. I don't know. Don't remember. I don't have no. I, I don't know anything about Disney Infinity or Frozen. So <laughs> I forgot we were talking we're about. The... I could sing. Hey, look, I could sing lines from Frozen all the time. I'm sure it's yeah. a good movie. But why have a ballroom with no balls? I can't believe about to turn this castle into shape. <laughs> all right, uh, and then lastly, I feel like I need an eight-year-old cousin to go see that with. Like I can't go to that alone. <laughs> I. I saw it with my mom. That was when I saw it yeah. in, in Florida. Uh, I also lastly played Arkham Knight, which was pretty cool. It was. I feel very certain that the Arkham Knight is Jason Todd. Like, or really? Yeah, because he knows all these bat secrets. He de- there's actually there's a scene in the demo which hmm. is almost exact. I feel like I've seen that exact scene in <laughs> in uh, the Red Hood storyline where Jason Todd came back, where hmm. basically. Red Hood is about to face is about to fight Batman, and he's telling his his goons like, "Hey, don't shoot for his chest. That's uh, that's actually is where he's hiding all his, his most armor. Shoot at the joints where the armor meets. Like that's where he's at his weakest. And don't let him do that this trick either. Like he knew all the tricks. Like mm. so, which would imply he's an ex sidekick to then, me anyway. But then did, I could have sworn I heard Alfred say Master Wayne. What I to the Arkham Knight? Yeah. No. No. He said Master no. Bait. Master Bay. Oh, that... Anyway, I'm <laughs> wait. I I I, I can't. Uh, I'm having but, trouble here. Hank. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was it was fun to play. <laughs> I like playing as the the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. I'm just annoyed that it won't be playable for another year. Couldn't. Oh, care so less. you only you saw it being played? I played it. I oh wow, it. that's that's kind of unique for a game that's coming out next year. Like, yeah. it seems like they only usually let you play games that are coming out this year at E3. If it's, no. if it's arrival is imminent, you can't be stopped. No, I got to play that and I got which makes me hope it's an early like mm-hmm. it'll be out before next E3. It has to be if they're letting you play nah, it. I think I mean that's big enough to be a November release. Uh, and same with I played Mortal Kombat X, which is I seen some smarty pants going like it's Mortal Kombat ten guys Roman numerals duh I was like no it <laughs> is Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat X. X like that's what they called it yeah it is not a numeral it is X the letter X fuck this all up with Mega Man that X means something it's a different yeah. place in the series and uh, in that game has a character named Cassie Cage new character mm-hmm. so they're doing a a Tekken three style time jump where it's twenty mm. years in the future after the last game oh it is mm-hmm. Okay, that's why it's and, so dark. And that's why uh, the one of the four new characters is Cassie Cage, <laughs> the daughter of Sonya mm. and Johnny Cage. And that she kits people in the balls just as much as her dad. Including and, and a, the balls like destruct and there is her X ray move is a nut punch that then zooms into the musculature of the testes and they explode. Boy, well, why would you keep fighting after that? I'd be like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I might quit. have lost. I like my life has lost all meaning. <laughs> well, all those X-ray moves are like, oh, they're skull shattered. Their spine broke. Like, yeah. they, it, it's a dead move. I mean, if like if you're skull shattered and mm-hmm. you still had some motor function, you'd be like, I gotta finish this fight, and then maybe mm-hmm. I can get this worked on. But if like your balls explode, <laughs> like what's left in life? Uh, uh, I concur. Yeah. Uh, All right. Did anybody read any comic books in the last two weeks? I did, I did. not. I did. Dave. Mm-hmm. Well, I did when we were eating pizza right before this. And that was it. Yes, uh, it was the most recent Walking Dead uh, issue, one hundred and twenty-eight. Still I same time points. Point in time. Yeah, it's uh, it's you know been the 
fast forward mm-hmm. a few years from the end of the um, All Out War storyline. Um, and I mean, it is a slow burn because now they're mm-hmm. supposedly living in peace, mm-hmm. but you start to see where like cracks may be forming. It's, and it's it, like, because yeah. it, it's like, as it's the most advanced they've ever shown people in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Like, they're starting to uh, create some sort of civility mm-hmm. and some sort, like, kind of somewhat modern things. Like, they have a bakery and, like, little things like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there are people that are kind of forming an uprising, and uh, Negan is still, like, stirring the pot, so it's all. Cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like the new status quo because people were getting tired of like all out war lasted forever. And yeah. like this, they had kind of been in that town for like about six years now or yeah. something. And so yeah, really? I think it was, I think it has time. Yeah. Time has a way of moving forward. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there probably has been, but I've just like put uh, it out of my brain, but there probably have, ha- has been uprisings against Rick. Mm-hmm. Well, just none of them have been that memorable. Uh, well, the one in the prison. Say, Nick, Rick. Uh, oh, since prison. <laughs> like, yeah. has anyone like? Was there one at the prison? Yeah. Well, I mean that way. Yeah. The uh, remember the, um, the two death row guys fought him. Yeah, but they're not, they were criminals. I mean, like normal people. Oh, I see. Anyone who's ever been to a prison is. Oh, it's meant from the governor on the prison. No, no, like. But that was just a war. Yeah, or... but it, it seems it like internal. yeah, it seems mm-hmm. like what. What they're trying to go for now is yes. these are normal people. They've actually reversed their roles. Yeah, like you are, are n- n- you are now yeah. the zombies, and you're being invaded by somebody. Yeah, they think like the people mm-hmm. are saying like, "How do you? Act? Something's up with these people. Yeah. I don't trust them." Whereas that's usually the stance that Rick and his group. Yeah, Rick was usually he's not. Rick is totally the establishment. Now. Yeah, like, and I, I like that. And he's also got a robo hand. Well, not a robo yeah, hand. And, and like at this point, you would say that like, oh, this guy with the the, the weird hand. Uh, and Beard. his son has no eyeball. Like these people have been in some shit. Yes. Why have they been in so much shit? Mm-hmm. It's because they start shit, <laughs> and uh, maybe we should kill them. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I that it's a it's a really intriguing point to be in now. I like that. Uh, what? Let's see. I read I read a lot of old stuff. I was actually cleaning up my apartment because mm-hmm. I got a. Uh, a surprise visit from I thought my landlady had sold the place but they lost the buyer and they're showing off the place again so yesterday even though I wanted to just work from home then at 2 o'clock boom six uh, six people in my apartment like looking around <laughs> making sure everything looks fine and if they want to buy it and I was like Jesus but uh, so I was cleaning up and I, I put up some of my uh, shelved a bunch of comics was flipping through them again mm. I got a bunch of omnibuses recently, and I cleaned out my doubles of stuff. So uh, there was like a new Punisher Max omnibus, which is uh, it's the final Punisher Max storyline that was written by Jason Aaron, mm-hmm. which is such a great like uh, like twenty four issue epic. Like it's a Shit, really I never great finished story. It. It's really good. I, well, I have the second volume. Jeez, I should have. Well, instead of trading in a half price books, I should have given you my other volumes. That I would love to borrow an omnibus to be easier to keep track of. Actually, I, oh man, I really screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> Why, really? No, no. Just uh-huh. uh, I'm realizing. I think I probably traded in a couple books that mm. had the Marvel code in the back of them that was oh. unused. I totally forgot to do that. Oh shit! Yeah. 
Sorry, guys. Silly goose. I meant to give them away on Twitter or just give them to Mr. Antista. You, you're no so John Waugh, supplier of codes for me consistently. What Why didn't you man? use your Windows Phone Remake. 7 to take a photo of those codes? I just wasn't. I forgot the codes were in there. Because That's you have to I take mean. off the back to open yeah. the camera lens. And Shut up. <laughs> and you're already bumping up against the one gigabyte memory card that's in that, I'm assuming. I have like 16. <laughs> 16 gigs on this thing. I have so many podcasts. Does it save to the cloud? All right. <laughs> yeah, it saves the cloud, just like in the new film, Sex Tape, starring <laughs> Cameron Diaz. That, Where they go to beat up a server. Oh, wow. Have you seen that fucking trailer? God, it's like an advertisement for cloud computing. Mm. Like, yeah, I fucking hate it. I do really want to see 22 Jump Street, though. Apparently yeah. it sounds like hilarious in how they keep making fun of the fact that it's a sequel. Yeah. Like, they keep trying to break mm. from formula, and then every character just tells them, like, no, nah, just do what you did last time. Just do it. Like, <laughs> what I like about that sex tape movie is that it's Sony produced, so oh, it's yeah. it's Apple products that cause their oh, shit. Oh. They tape it with an iPad or something, yes. and their iPhone uploads it to the cloud, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah, if we use our Sony Vio camera, this wouldn't <laughs> be happening right no now. No one on Community ever gets to use an iPhone, ever. Though doesn't it's owned by Sony. Or in Spider-Man too. Or in nope. Spider-Man. Yeah, they use Vio computers. Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah. <laughs> like all of us. Oh yeah, you see Ama- <laughs> did you see Amazing too? Yeah. Finally, someone else who saw it. Dave Quick, a mini review. Um yeah, I I, I really like the the um swingy swingy bang bang shoot shoot. No, no. Quick, I, quick. I I like how I mean they are a couple, but mm-hmm. I like the um chemistry, chemistry yeah, between Andrew Garfield and uh, what's her face? Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone my, really, really good. Emma Stone is my wife in uh, Tomodachi Life. <laughs> we had a daughter named Skylar. <laughs> I, I learned very quickly so in that awful. game that you can. I can only put all of my guy friends or all of my friends who are girls, but I can't have like I can't have. So uh, an ex of mine who I'm still friends with mm-hmm. asked, uh, like. I really want to talk to Chris. And I'm like, no. <laughs> so I deleted every, like my sister was in the game too. And I'm like, no, I'm going to have to put female celebrities in here because I can't deal with my sister or my ex debut. <laughs> so you Chris. had to create Emma Stone. Yeah. Okay. No, how, I haven't played Tomodachi Life. You I know how people make celebrity me's. Like yes. all those me's. And you just put them in Tomodachi Life. You didn't street pass with her while yeah, you were in LA. Yeah, that's what I was It was one of your friends or a you just scan or... a You just scan a, a QR code online and you add I it. have... I thought I would go the rest of my life without without never having once scanned a QR code. That's and I thought they were gone. And then, and then Tomodachi Life came out in my Facebook and Instagram QR codes. Yeah, you could totally add Boom. me to your game. I mean, you had it. I, I did. I'm unemployed. Robo Hank. I'm uh, not spending $40 on Animal Crossing, a game I sort of resent playing for as long as I did. This is better, I think. Hey. It's it's Animal Crossing, but with your friends, mm-hmm. where yeah. you can talk about, like, oh, this happened with you. Whereas when you're talking about Animal Crossing, it's like, this happened with Flo, the, the, <laughs> the, the, yeah. the, the seagull. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fun? Like, it, No, it's not. Nobody can relate to that. I but if, have you had a kid yet in the game? No, I've, I've only played, like, I two or three hours. I was honestly kind of touched when like uh, when my kid was born and i like <laughs> well the kid was born and i was like well, i don't feel that much but then when the kid grows up and then can like be part of your town uh, then 
like, talking with that weird I, robot voice. How, how long, long have you been playing this game? I put in probably like 23 hours. It sounded something. like 25 years. My name is Henry Jr. No, my it, no is it's my daughter, Skylar. <laughs> but uh, but she, what happened was that she, I really, this is so <laughs> that uh, she was, she grew up and then you make the choice if you want to send her out as a street pass or live in your town. And I was like, wow. she's living in my town. And then this is where they put in the credits. They're like, well, thank you so much for helping us raise her. Here, here's her baby album. And it's like, and it's just going through photographs of her growing up as the, as the credits go and like tweak, treakly music is playing. I was like, oh, my, my baby. Oh. <laughs> it was stupid, I know. I, what's, I, uh, I'm what's too Skyler, high to put a stop to this. What's Skylar Gilbert's uh, Twitter handle? S e k e l e a r e. Well, I let the game randomly select that. You sure? Yeah. All right. All right. You guys are from Florida. From the south. Scaler. Need to have this edited in like four hours so I can be. I have a. All right. The only other thing I read was a Spider-Man comic called that is. Made for super super nerds, Marvel does these things called epic collections. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard of this, where the, so there are a lot of poor, uh, comic books that don't matter in Marvel yes. history that have no reason to be recollected, other than the fact that some people like me mm-hmm. have left all their old issues back in in Florida, and they want to read those again. And they so they republish them as just these like cheap twenty dollar color collections of twenty issues like in one place mm-hmm. all kind of shitty like a mm-hmm. lot of like not great books that have no other reason to be republished and they're okay. all in here and it's like it's such a great it is the um, it is like this dead zone in Amazing Spider Man where it was right after he lost his symbiote costume before he. Before he fights the hobgoblin, really, and it's but it has one great, really great comic in it called "The Commuter Cometh," mm-hmm. which is a joke one issue where Peter chases a guy into Scarsdale, which uh, I, you know, Dave, you know that area, Scarsdale, Scarsdale. CB4, well, the the it's suburb of New York, Scarsdale. Oh, yeah, I don't. I thought I thought you were talking about Arizona. What, you never been to Scarsdale? You, you grew up in yeah. Long Island. Yeah, and you never been to? You never heard of Scarsdale? Really, it's a big state, but we have a lot of important cities in New York. Anyway, he was <laughs> Spider-Man is facing a dude who lives in the su- a suburb of New York called Scarsdale, right. and he follows him there. And it's Spider-Man just like walking around the suburbs. People are making fun of him. He's just like, I gotta walk down the street. I can't. There are no buildings here. I look like an idiot. Yes, run. <laughs> it was it was it was funny. It's a it it's worth the price of admission for the Epic Collection. How much? You see, it's like twenty bucks, maybe twenty 30, issues, maybe thirty. It's, it's a thick, thick, yeah. thick collection. I have no more, no more shelves, man. No, I had to. My shelves are completely full too. No I don't shelves. know what I'm going to do. Can't come in. Can't come in. Sucks because Comicsology's like bulk bundles mm-hmm. are f- terribly priced. Yeah, they're way more expensive than trades. That's yeah, true. That are like ten years old. All right. Well, I mean, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, there will mm. be, believe it or not, a superhero spotlight. Whoa! Plus some news. And your answers to last week's question of the week.
Why, hello everybody, and welcome to the break for this week's episode of Cape Crisis. I want to thank you again for listening to the podcast, as you always do. Thanks so much to all your you fans and all the time and and, uh, and attention you give me. And when you reply to me on Twitter at H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G, I always appreciate it. Thank you so much. But if you'd like to give us uh, a little more than just your attention, there's a lot of things you can do. All of them, and pretty much all of them, go involve going to lasertimepodcast.com, the host site for Cape Crisis. On there, you'll find a PayPal button. Click on the PayPal button at lasertimepodcast.com, and you can give a little bit of money our way. Just consider like a tip, or a big tip even. And uh, it, it helps keeps things going for free. Or you can buy a t-shirt from the t-shirt store that's right beneath the PayPal button on the left at lasertimepodcast.com. Or on the right side of the screen, there's a link to Amazon. You can buy a lot of things off of Amazon there. And a little bit of money goes our way. Doesn't have to be what we're suggesting. You can buy anything through Amazon as long as you buy it through the link that you clicked on there. Like I said, a little bit of money comes our way. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, be sure to subscribe and give it a review. I haven't seen a new review in a little while. I need to double check, but I really appreciate any review I can get. So please, any new reviews, if you've yet to review it, please, 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 a new review. And now, lastly, it's time for the Hank's Corner Pick of the Week. This week's is going to be another omnibus, but it is a great one. The Wolverine and the X-Men series in its entirety has been collected in one single omnibus created uh, by Jason Aaron, writer Jason Aaron. It casts Wolverine in the role of Professor X as the new teacher of his professor of his own school. Now the, you know, the rebel of the X-Men has become the teacher and the leader of a whole new generation of mutants. It's a great book. It is so like has such a great mix of fun, humor, and drama, and and all the new characters are, are really fun. It's it's a great little storyline that uh, that makes Wolverine. It gives a lot of new facets to Wolverine. It's worth checking out. You can buy the single uh, single collections if you want to check it out, but there's also the gigantic ass omnibus if you want the whole thing in one go. All right, and now back to the rest of the show. Welcome back to the podcast, yeah. Cape Crisis, yeah. another episode. All right, so guys, it's what? time for the super... Oh, I <laughs> no? All right. His reaction time is delayed, remember. Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. It's time for the Superhero Spotlight. Collect your hero. We all heard that, right? Yeah. So this guy's been in the news <laughs> lately, and that's why I'm picking him. Daniel Bryan. <laughs> it's Aquaman. Aqua- oh, okay, great. All right, so Aquaman. I think good- I actually read the first couple. I've read the first twelve issues of Aquaman. of New Fifty Two. No, of like the first one. 
What from the forties? Yeah, I think so. Why? I don't know. I think I think it was like right when I got like an iPad and like oh these are like ninety nine cents. <laughs> so yeah, he is uh, otherwise known as Arthur Curry or Orin. Uh, this one I didn't know that he was uh, first appeared in More Fun Comics. <laughs> <laughs> and number se- more fun. <laughs> number seventy three from nineteen forty one. Uh, and How did yeah. that, was that not DC or was it another? Well, yes and no. That DC, it was DC mm-hmm. or National as they were called for a long time. I love that a comic in 1941 was called More Fun. <laughs> more fun than pushing a wheel, like a wheel with your stick. <laughs> more fun than to, like rolling a ribbon around a pole slowly. This is a, this is a whole another uh, this is a whole another history lesson. But for the longest time, DC. Like uh, behind the scenes, like mm-hmm. they were called National Comics. Mm-hmm. They were National Allied Comics, which is very, very nineteen forty. I know. I missed the word something. Allied Biscuit. Uh, allied Biscuit. It's way better rated. I think that's what the A in Nabisco yeah. is for. Way better than Access Comics. <laughs> there actually, was an Access Comics. <laughs> God. Uh, and uh, though, what was uh, no Timely? Timely was the old name for Marvel. Anywho, yeah, More Fun Comics was just one of their anthologies that, like, the Spectre appeared in and stuff. And so they introduced Aquaman. He was co-created by writer Mort Wessinger, Mm -hmm. same dude who, I believe, created the Green Lantern, the original Green Lantern. Mm. And then he went on to become the joke character. Like, that's always been But that wasn't anywhere close. I don't think I was aware of him being a joke character when I was a tiny kid. Mm-hmm. I credit fucking Sean Baby and Super Friends for that, like in the mid '90s, that Aquaman was a full on joke. And the state had that skit. Yeah, but it's like I feel like I grew up watching. Like, hey, yeah, Aquaman is kind of lame stuff. Well, I think what happened was that that the hipsters of the '90s were kids mm-hmm. who grew up in the '70s, Got it. who all had to watch shitty episodes the of Super, Super Friends, Friends. and when they were stoned, they would <laughs> then say. Yeah. Man, Aquaman really sucks. He just talks to fish. Blech. Though I contend that Hawkman is more useless. Than <laughs> Hawkman is so much more useless. Aqu- so much sillier looking. Like Aquaman can swim underwater, which can, he can breathe underwater, which only really Superman and Green Lantern could pull off. Mm-hmm. Well, meanwhile, Hawkman can fly. That's it. Every like yeah, so. <laughs> Everyone can fly on the Justice League, right? I could steal a joke from Sean Baby right now. What's that? Do it, do it. Sean Baby's joke was when he was making fun of Hawkman in the mm-hmm. in the Super Friends was that everybody could fly, including he pulled out one scene where the animators just drew the Flash flying, even though he can't <laughs> fly. They're just like, look, all these characters need to fly somewhere. He just flew. <laughs> he just did it, but. <laughs> So yeah, and I mean, he does look like his outfit looks dumb. I guess yes. if you like well, orange, no dumber than Superman's outfit. Orange scales, green pants, green glove, and then concentric circles flying out of his head. Like it looks, and that sound effect, like. Wee, 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 wee. Didn't he have a hook for a hand for at one point? Yeah, so that was that seems like I'm the one probably they jumping just way too No, no, no. Well, so line. yeah, he was. He was just another uh, member of the Justice League. It was actually a long time before he got his own book, and his mm-hmm. comics were like continually unpopular, or well, hardly as popular as other people. Like he has had more number ones than most. Like mm-hmm. his his first solo series, according to Wikipedia, started in sixty two, and it ran it till seventy eight. Then his second series ran four months in nineteen eighty six. 
Jesus. And then he had another series that was like a mini series that ran for like six months in 89. Then he got his own series for one year in 91. Then another series that lasted about seven years, which was a pretty good run for him. Good run. Then he had another one in four years, canceled again. Mm-hmm. And then finally in 2011, he has a series he still has now, which thanks to Jeff Johns, he is more valid than ever. Yeah. A lot of number one hits. For, uh, I, well, <laughs> at this point, everybody has like a dozen number ones, but his is more about unpopularity than just a lot of number ones. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was that he was just kind of lame. Like he always just seemed lame. And or like if he, the only way he couldn't be lame is if you constantly confine the adventure to under the sea. That's <laughs> yeah. That was it. If you if but, you weren't in on that premise. But I've seen writers try to lift him up. Like one of them was. Uh, Mark Wade made the good point in Kingdom Come, I think it was, that he was like, no, I'm more important than all you guys because I'm king of everything that's underwater, which is more <laughs> of Earth than any than, than what isn't under Earth. Mm. And I think as a way to combat people making fun of him, they just made him like militant and a dick. And that, that sort of sad me when I saw Cal Drogo is now Aquaman because that means that's who, that, this, who this Aquaman is. Oh, uh, is that Jason Mimosa mm-hmm. or whatever? Cal Drogo. Mm, mimosa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, is it is that a Game of Thrones reference? Because I don't get that shit. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought you were just lusting after mm-hmm. Khal Drogo. Is that the guy from Game of Thrones? Yes. The Game of Thrones people <laughs> are starring in all this stuff now. <laughs> like, I, don't wa- I watched my first episode of it this mm-hmm. weekend. And you were It impressed. was fine. It was fine. It was all the right. Battle of the Wall. I think I would have been more invested in Jon Snow's fate if I had ever seen an episode with him before. Or if I had ever seen an episode before. I mean, you just have. Now I have. But uh, I, no, Wait, oh, you watch you watched the the season finale? The no, the penultimate episode. You did? Why? Uh, because I was with a bunch of people who also said, "Hey, let's just watch." We got. I'm glad watch. you saw that one. We cause... can't miss Game of Thrones. Let's all watch it together. And I was like, "Well, I guess I'll just watch it with you." Guys. Oh my god! But I, I, did I let you or Char- I let you or Charlie? I thought borrow the Blu-ray. Not me. Like, I'm just giving. It, it was away. Charlie. You'll never get it back. Well, I, I said I don't want this. I'm going to. I, Charlie has a lot of my Blu-rays now too, and I want them back. He yeah. has my Stanley Kubrick collection. I was trying to play Mario Galaxy the other night, and I'm like, who would I have lent that to? Who a wouldn't give it back, and b didn't already have it. But anyway, Aquaman, <laughs> one of his, uh, so he, he got kind of, uh, he was actually like darker Aquaman. than most in the 70s. Like he actually had a storyline, mm. Aquaman has a son, like he has a little baby is that the title with, of the with issue? Mara, and that baby is killed. Black Manta kills his baby. Really? How? Yeah. Uh, he sticks them in some sort of death trap <laughs> and... And I hope, Aquaman I hope it fails says that in, in like aerial letters over. I, I don't know. And, and Aquaman fails to save him. That was a really cool thing that they've referenced later in the. It's always come back to haunt him of like Black Manta murdering his kids mm. or his family members. That is still recognized as canon. But there's a well, no, it is not. Mm. But uh, they reference it still. Mm. There's an interesting bit. Uh, they dealt with it on the Justice League cartoon in the animated universe, mm-hmm. the Bruce Timm shows. That and um, that's where he, the the first. I think that's... Is that the bearded one? That is the bearded and that, one. I think that's the... So via like, that no, show, that's the one most... The Aquaman most people kids know. Kids today. No, yeah. Yes. But, the, but yeah, so on the show, he was stuck in that same type of death trap, though not mm-hmm. by Black Mana, and his son was about to die in, the, in pretty much the same way. The, in the show, he cuts off his hand to save his son. Mm. So it makes his the sacrifice of his hand a lot better than when it happened in the 90s, which... Was still a fun book. I actually mm-hmm. really love Peter David's take on Aquaman. Mm-hmm. 
But the way he loses his hands is because his powers fail him in that he is fighting his some new arch enemy mm-hmm. who then dunks his hand in the water with a bunch of piranhas who are too crazy to listen oh. to him and they eat his hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so then he's given a hook, and he has a hook for his hand for a while, and it's silly. Uh, and yeah, but then he's been—he's died and been reborn so many times, and and I think now I think it's easy to make fun of Aquaman. Like it's so easy, and especially when like Jeff Johns has elevated him. Like he's—he's he elevated. That, that I love that scene in it, just where a kid comes up to him in a diner in like the second issue, and he's eating in a diner in his outfit because everybody knows who the fuck he is. Who is? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the kid's like, "Hey, you're Aquaman." He's like, "Yep." What's it like to be no one's favorite superhero? <laughs> exactly. No, that yeah, that's in the first issue. I saw somebody first explain issue. that character. I think he was a waiter, not a. Well, no, it's like this blogger. Like oh, he is okay. like from Central. I saw him I described as like the if Central casting was just like uh, we need a blogger, blogger <laughs> guy. Like okay, uh, skinny hipster glasses, <laughs> act superior. Okay, I thought we were going more Zuckerberg. No, no. Uh, but yeah, I not think I think Aquaman's great though. I. I'm a little annoyed that we won't have the Aryan Aquaman in uh, in the superhero films. Apparently, unless they're going to dye his hair blonde in the movie, like cause are they going to wait? What the guy who they cast? <laughs> yeah, he's to a be swar- him, very like, swarthy gentleman. Yeah, exactly. The opposite mm-hmm. of Aquaman, I would say. But uh, but yeah, did, do either of you guys have any? Well, Chris, you already talked about your feelings hmm. on Aquaman, but uh, Dave, do you have any? I remember any? thinking he was pretty lame when I was younger, <laughs> but then when they did the. Uh, Marvel versus DC like uh, war that led into mm-hmm. Almagum Comics like the fact that he was put up against the Marvel equivalent of Aquaman the to the, yeah the Submariner and I'm like yeah well Aquaman's way cooler than this guy <laughs> and, at, and at that point he like he wasn't the Aquaman that I remember that w- who was this like clean cut blonde guy mm-hmm. which is even worse than a clean cut black haired guy so it was like he had like a bushy beard and like looked like a guy who probably lived in the ocean. Like yeah. didn't give a that's, shit about his appearance. That's an excellent point. And he killed, uh, well, he didn't kill the submariner, but he defeated by the subman submariner by <laughs> dropping a whale on top of him. <laughs> he and told like, a whale to fall on top. And I was like, this is awesome. I, I probably should have read more of it after that. Though but I guess I, I guess not because there were like four number ones afterwards. Though but, I uh, contend that Namor would just fly through that fu- like Namor. Yeah. Namor has like not Superman level powers, but mm-hmm. near Wonder Woman level powers. And so, why he lives in the water, doesn't he? Yeah, but he's also a mutant. Uh, who who is a ripoff of whom? Namor's first. Really? He was, yeah, he that's was what I thirty nine. Wow. So Namor appeared in the first Marvel comics. It was oh, he's in a uh, Swell Tour. comics. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was actually a comic published by Timely called Marvel Comics Number One. Yeah. It's same. That's how they both got their names eventually. Like they both, when they're some of their first publications, Marvel Comics and and Detective Comics, and then they just named them both. Mm-hmm. So there was some people tried in during Infinite uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths when they were rebooting the Marvel uh, the DC universe. Mm-hmm. They wanted to rename the company as AC for Action Comics because they're like. We should be more in line with action comics than mm-hmm. detective comics anyway. Probably, yes. But they resisted. Like, the corporate people up top were like, nah, we don't want to be. Uh, Instead, we don't want to change the name. how I envision it, just because they're DC, that's what the highest level of the company talked about for an entire month. Probably. <laughs> no, I would bet This is killing us, our name. <laughs> we got to get something snappy, boys. <laughs> this was still back what? in the What? Nobody 80s. drew anything. 
<laughs> All right, so that's the superhero spotlight. Wait, okay, fine. Yes, I'm, I, I, okay. I forgot already. Forgot All right, already. Cool. Lots of pot. Yep. And he said, "I thought we have a." Oh, there we go. Well, speaking of super friends. Oh, I got it. Your ex-wife's pussy tastes like sweet butter. <laughs> God damn! You see, someone put, made a panel out of that. That was yeah. That was pretty great <laughs> oh, with monocle thing. Yes. Uh, no, speaking of super friends, we lost a super friend this weekend. Oh, guys. we did. No, Casey Kasem. Yeah, oh. it was Robin, right? Yeah, yeah, he was Robin on. Super Not Robin, friends. right? He was Robin, correct? Yes, he was Robin, <laughs> correct on Super Friends, and. Uh, I know, like, well, first off, I was also sad about the passing of Rick Mayall, but uh, we weren't able to talk about that. He was... I I got it out somewhere. I wrote an article on lasertimepodcast.com. Yeah, it was pretty great. All those those ads were fun. They're really funny. Yeah. And if you look at everything marketed to us, it's it's embarrassing. (laughs) Hindenburg crash. Boom! Television explodes. Stupid jiggly font. Mm -hmm. And then the whole time they had, like... Still funny commercials with a major comedian mm-hmm. pimping Zelda from a yacht. Also, I, I watched an old clip of him like playing the character of Rick in stand up yeah. before oh. even the young ones. It's like, wow, he was doing this in like fucking nineteen eighty. Like he was so ahead of everybody else. Oh, like that's weird. I bet so that was probably like the was character a, he used on stage. Yeah, it was he was that he then with his co writer, the the guy who played mm-hmm. uh oh, God, I'm so Embarrass the uh, the punk Dave? on the show. Oh, Adrian. It, well, his, his real name is Adrian. Vivian. Vivian. Yeah, yeah. The guy who played Vivian, like they created the show together. Mm-hmm. But uh, I always hated the dude. My one problem with the young ones was the uh, the guy playing Mark? their landlord. I oh. did not think he was that funny. Yeah, he thought he was He's, real funny. He seemed like he was just a buddy of theirs that mm-hmm. they let. He was like, "Well, hey, I'll be on your show too, right?" I yeah, think, okay. I think if you read it better, yes, you'll find that's exactly the case. They're, they're all a bunch of like comics who did a, one thing in a club, and mm-hmm. they all just came on the show and did it. All right, but anyway, what now, the fuck? What am I talking about? Casey, Kasem. can't do this to me. You got to control me now. Casey Kasem. Casey, Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem. <laughs> Hello. Let's see if I can find that. Now the number ninety-seven. <laughs> you gonna pull up the snuggles? No. Okay. No. It's weird that he played both the uh, the submissive and dominant partner in two uh, crime fighting duos. That's right. Well, wait, Chet, he's not the dominant partner. Right, forget about that. Yeah, come on. Zoinks! Well, he owned, he technically owns Okay, fine, he owns Scooby, Scooby but they all report to Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know true. that. Freddy's the boss, man. It could be Daphne. Uh, yeah, he wouldn't serve much of a purpose. Look, I, I would the most love... most clerk's conversation I'll ever have in my yes. life. <laughs> I would love for Daphne to be in charge of that, but she totally, like, in the in, <laughs> in what we define as classic Scooby-Doo, that is not the role they put her in. <laughs> yeah. I think they have let her grow somewhat, though. I saw on the uh, now. Did you know that Matthew Lillard just is Shaggy like all the t- like what? he did Shaggy on the WWE special on he the WrestleMania. Did? He played Shaggy. That on. is not cool. That's uh, I'm sure it's well, fine. Well, Shaggy's Lillard. a dom Dante. <laughs> not right, terribly difficult to do a good a good Shaggy. Zoinks! No scoob! <laughs> oh boy! No wait. Uh, I was trying to do Randall talking to Dante about how Shaggy's a dog. Oh, Dante! (laughs) Shaggy's a dog. First of all, he's a dog. A fucking dog, Dante. (laughs) That's good. Thank you. You've never acknowledged that before. That's good. (laughs) Fuck! What? Fuck, fuck, fuck! Not even supposed to be here today. Sorry, that's pretty easy, Dante. You need the shitter get off the pod, Dante. That's what you need to do. You know what? Fucking girl never made me any fucking lasagna. (laughs) 
Oh. Okay. But uh, yeah, Casey Kasem was apparently he was going through some really horrible like drama at the end of his life with his new young wife and his old, and his children. Like oh, they pulled the plug. We are the champions. Well, fellas, you are champ with the <laughs> funkified super funk. Got a funk. It's Dana Carvey doing That's Kasem. awesome. I was Love looking it. for one. It was just, I, I don't, it's in the middle of another sketch. He's like, all right, and now here are the top five euphemisms for masturbation. <laughs> and it was the first time I'd ever seen the word masturbation on a TV screen before. And that is, that's that pretty one. great. Uh, but he also did, yeah, he hosted the Top 40 show for a million years. It's and so, because I looked at the dates on that, like, I was... Were you really into radio when you were really I little did kid? Li- when I listened, I did turn on the radio a few times to hear his voice. And even then, when I was listening to it, I was like, boy, this is, feels old. Not, like, this not, feels I don't so know. It was just every Sunday. Do. I can't believe I actually I did actually listen to him. I thought mm-hmm. he was Dick Clark for years. I did, too. When he <laughs> yeah. died, I'm like, who's going to do the New Year's Countdown? I'm like, wait, he never did. <laughs> he never did. Yeah. He did appear on the uh, Jerry Lewis telethon a few times. Mm. Quite a few times. Uh, and also, one last Kasem fact that I shared on the internet that? was that uh, Casey Kasem, in case you didn't know, was of Lebanese descent. Though born in America, his parents were Lebanese. And uh, he, back in the 70s, like, he was very, uh, he he fought for good portrayals of Arabs in, mm-hmm. in, uh. in media, which, like, back then... They were just like the evil oil sheik. Like that was pretty much every everyone. But it, so he was doing voiceover in uh, for the for Transformers. He did multiple voices on the original season series oh, okay. of Transformers and in the animated series. In one episode, they uh, they go to an evil country uh, led by <laughs> Abdul, uh, a malicious fascist uh, Arab character. And I cannot the, wait to see why he aligned with Megatron. And the name of the country. Was Carbamia. Carbamia. <laughs> which, oh, uh, damn it, I'm so bad. And Casey Kasem, apparently, in, in, as, t- as I believe, <laughs> as I believe Kasem told the story, Carbamia. he was upset that he was like, this, do you have any positive Arab <laughs> characters in this, or is it just Abdul in the evil country of Carbamia? And they, he, they apparently told him they'd improve it, then the episode aired with it being the same, and then he quit. Yeah, so he. I think he he kept he did Scooby Doo so long because he got so much control to where he actually was able to define that character mm-hmm. as a vegetarian. Yeah, and I love and, that. I, even though there's there is over fifty percent of the content featuring Shaggy featuring him very much not eating vegetarian. He's though. eating a giant <laughs> sandwich with every type of meat with all the fixing Scoob. A Dagwood sandwich. Hey, stop, I love when he would like. There. Yeah, I love when he would play the sandwich like an accordion and then squish it down and eat it. That's I didn't really love that. Scooby Doo is not a good show. And then like, he did that. Bad. And then he did that fifteen hundred more times throughout that same episode. Yeah. Now, like most Hanna Barbera things, Scooby Doo's not good. It's, I, 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 I'm very wary of rose tenting my childhood, but it's like, yeah, Hanna Barbera is going to diss a fucking peer unless mm-hmm. you were forced to watch it on the Dumont Network. You have no affection for it at all. Like, yeah, it's, I watch the shit out of the, all the Hanna Barbera content. I'm glad it's gone. I think kids <laughs> do like Scooby Doo, but I don't think they care much for anything else. Like, well, I think Flintstones maybe because it's Pebbles. I cereal. almost because I'm, I'm buying a bunch of pot. I'm never going to watch a lot of Flintstones unless unless that's involved. In fact, <laughs> why didn't I do that? Well, see, when we were growing up, like you at least uh, had like cable TV and you just watched what yeah. was on Cartoon Network. Like, the, I I had no idea. I was looking up the Jetsons. The Jetsons had like. 
three seasons. The first was produced in the 60s, and the second one was produced in 85. Mm-hmm. And they ran them together, and I had no idea as a kid. I even could you, tell even, the You difference. would definitely tell. Well, there yeah. were episodes you liked. You didn't attribute it to one being made in the 60s. But no, the animation style was better. Mm-hmm. And also, that they like they added their great gazoo-type character, mm-hmm. that silent spring oh. thing. Look. Yeah. I was I was always pissed when he wasn't in the episode. <laughs> uh, you were a dumb kid. I was a dumb kid. I love Scrappy. I, I bet like Orko was one of your favorites. Yeah, Scrappy, Orko, all your favorites. I thought he was the coolest. I like Scrappy more than that, uh, like his country bumpkin cousin who was like a white dog with red hats. What? what? Nobody remembers this? <laughs> Dave? No. Nope. I think all these sound effects are actually from yeah. the Barbera. <laughs> All right, guys, real quick, the news. Oh, news. Um, the, I just saw Viz Media is now available on Comixology. Yeah, that I was think... a really cool addition. Mm-hmm. I love Viz Media. But no, it was that oh. what seems to be the DC Comics plan for their future of films that they're going to officially announce at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. So first off was the news that, like, you know how they delayed the Batman versus Superman film? Mm-hmm. It was apparently because... They want to get a lot more of the Justice League in that movie. Yeah. But first they have to cast them and, and the, sign them to multi, the, like, seven film deals. Lock them to the Hollywood equivalent of indentured servitude. Exactly, yeah. Well, it, that's that's kind of how you got to do it if you want to make <laughs> uh, a film franchise. Like, mm-hmm. Marvel couldn't make their films until they signed a Captain America for seven goddamn movies. Wow. Like, and, oh, actually, no, it's six movies. It's six movies. I, I heard that Hulk got, Ruffalo got signed to seven. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, so this is now the uh, the leaked DC film plan, which surprised me a little. I, yeah, it's, well, the second one was the most All surprising. All right, so first off, Batman and Superman, Dawn of Justice, May 2016. Two months later, in Two July 2016... Shazam! Shazam! And you follow with Shazam. That is so crazy. Of there all must things be, to follow with Shazam. I can only imagine there's a great script because there's nobody who would tell you like, yeah, yeah, let's lead with Shazam. It feels like something that was just in production. They're just like, oh, let's make it a DC film. I hope it has a great script. Then is Sandman, though I still don't think that'll come out. I don't think it'll also be part of the overarching DC universe just yeah. because, but it's supposed, it's the one that JTG himself is working on. Yeah. And then, uh, there's the Justice League, May, May of 17. So, man, 2017 feels... That's okay, quite... We'll even, that's what quite will the an, world look like? That today? is an insane investment. And then July 2017, Wonder Woman. Then Christmas 2017, a Flash and Green Lantern team-up movie? Yeah, that's... What? That's, that's sad, but super exciting. And then, uh, and then May... Of 18, mm-hmm. Man of Steel 2. Just feels kind of backwards, to be honest. And this, that's, like, if this is true, it seems true. like it would be. I did follow... I, it's one of those things, like, I'm following this back to the source. Mm-hmm. And this is a woman who's worked in the Hollywood biz all these years. Has just been fired. Nikki Fink told you. Never heard of told her. Told you. Never heard of her. Yeah. But, like, right above... It, that was her first post. She, like, launched with this post after burning bridges with the entire industry. So, I, like... funny. This is something you would lead with. You know... Uh, it reminds me of an original comedy bit I'm going to go into right now. But isn't it funny that things like TMZ are breaking <laughs> Star Wars news? That's pretty bullshit. On top of on top of that, Nikki Fink of Entertainment Weekly, like a uh, formerly of Entertainment Weekly, Definitely. 
is like of deadline. Sorry, mm. but Nikki Fink too is just premiering this shit. Like mm. the geek news is now so big that yeah. giant companies are talking about it. That's what do you think of my original thought on that, Chris? I wrote an article about <laughs> most of that in on, on Laser Time about the Star Wars. It's just super weird the idea that. I read a TMZ paid that security guard who had the elevator footage of Jay-Z getting beat up by his sister-in-law, right? So uh, $250,000. Mm-hmm. So how much do you think they're paying for geek picks, but like Star Wars set picks? Yeah, has yeah. anybody been reimbursed for a set pick before? I'm sure they have. Has it, has it been a quarter of a million dollars? I can't imagine. <laughs> I just, it seems weird. I don't want to go to TMZ at all. Uh, it is Ever. exciting. It is, so I think it is interesting just if this is true, it seems like DC is finally really kicking it into overdrive now. And to be like, no, we are going to match Marvel. That but still seems kind of insane. I guess you could you could back out on the I third I mean, they year. could kill it after like, if Batman versus Superman flops, then they can just go but like, oh, kidding. The kidding. first three, including Shazam... Well, all have to be all have to be put up front with like no knowledge. Now how. they've actually no. By the time Batman versus Superman comes out, mm-hmm. they would have invested so much that they have to do Justice League. Mm-hmm. Like even if even if they would lose money, they they have to finish it. And, oh, and they also made Nikki Fink made it very clear that Ryan Reynolds is not going to be Green Lantern. I thought I heard no fucking say that. way. I, I, yeah, apparently I'm wrong. I don't hate Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern. I could we could probably do with someone else. I want a oh, Nathan yeah. Fillion, but I, now well, he's too old. Now I want a black Green Lantern. It oh, yeah, should just cool. be John Stewart because Donald Glover. That is the, the well, uh, yeah. I meant the character John Stewart, <laughs> as played by Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. But it's it's like their only chance for a black person to even be in the movie. Like, oh shit, a cyborg. Oh, okay, fine. Well, shit. Well, then they definitely won't have John Stewart because they'll be like, "We already filled our quota, guys. We got our black guy in here. We got Cyborg. We don't need two black guys. What is this? A, uh, an urban film? Are we making the barbershop movies? Come on, we're not doing." That was a parody of someone being racist, by the way. That was not racist on my part. Maybe you should just cut out that whole thing. Damn, guys. Hey, now Dave, it's time for the Dave? what? I just want to get pulled Dave back in. I'm sorry. Actually, yeah, Dave, I, I, was, I was remembering what the last, like, I listened to the last episode mm-hmm. and I was trying to formulate my answer to the question for that week's uh, question of the week, which was, that was the most, was the, the oldest, oldest comic, comic you own? Yes. Oh, yeah. I can't answer again either. Uh, which, so yeah, I've been looking that up. I'm trying to find it, but it's, it was around the time that uh, the, it was like, what, 93 or so when mm-hmm. the Superman died. I was like, I started to get into Superman at that point, mm-hmm. and I was looking up other landmark comics, and like I found the one where he reveals his identity to Lois Lane. I don't know if he proposes in the same exact comic. No, that uh, happens slightly separate. No, it is. Yeah, he proposes, and then is like, "But I can't propose that being honest to you." Yeah, I'm Superman. So like, I, I went to a comic store, and I'm like, "That seems like an interesting comic mm-hmm. that I should have," mm-hmm. and it was like. Oh well, uh, the cover price is—I don't know—it was like one. It was like early '80s or something. So it's like it's it's two dollars, but it's an important comic, so four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, fine. So that's the oldest one I own. Oh wow! <laughs> but I couldn't. It, it, it's just like looking up Lois Lane Clark, Clark Kent proposals. Like, no, I'm not gonna find it. On, uh, I would bet it's. I feel the, like it was mid '80s. Like no, it was definitely mid '80s. It was a John Byrne issue. I would bet it either happened in Superman or Man of Steel. 
either one of those, but I would bet Superman to in the 200s. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was the question last week. What's the oldest comic book you own? Uh, the oh, first see about this. The first replier was Aimbot Master. Coincidentally enough, Dave, with the reign of the Superman, oh. uh, which was the when the four Superman come Ooh. back, four Superman come back to replace the dead Superman in 1993. That was a good issue. All those uh, die cut covers are just like yeah, awesome. it was like, thick. Oh no, oh, those are the four that followed up the Return yeah. There of was Superman. A- Adventures of Superman 500, and then followed by those four books. Man, really those great. came with so much extra shit. Like the death of Superman came with an armband yep. and like. When Stamps it, and shit. And it was stand. sealed to make you not want to open it. Oh, I opened it. Or you'll, well, <laughs> you'd have to buy two copies. Wore that armband to school? I didn't, but I wanted to. Awkward Loser said, I stole my dad's old comic book collection after I was kicked out of home. Oh, boy, jeez. So, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Awkward Loser. I would uh, like, uh, what, what superhero has been kicked out of their own home? Uh, oh, Spider-Man. Plenty of them, actually. Yeah, a lot of them. Really? Uh, Why would I mean? Uh, well, no. Spider-Man got evicted once. I know. I remember that. Anyway, you weren't specific. Uh, awkward loser says he had a lot. His dad had a lot of uh, the awkward loser's dad says uh, he had a lot of Flash comics that took place right before Crisis on Infinite Earth. Something about Flash killing Zoom in the fallout there. Uh, from there, I also wow. have the '60s Legion of Superheroes storyline involving the death of Pharaoh Lad. And Superboy faking his death and posing as a character named Reflecto for some contrived reason. So yeah, 60s and stuff. <laughs> yeah, Super Giraffe posted the cover. That's great. Yeah. I like the people who post the covers. Yeah, I really like uh, Superman, so occasionally I'll treat myself to one of the cheaper, older issues at my LCS. I think that's a local comic show. Yes. Uh, most of the classics are way too expensive, but you can get some weird shit for a half-decent price. This is the oldest one I know. Why does Superman fight crime as a millionaire and as a hobo? Read the, the bombshell answer in From Rags to Riches. No, it's From Riches to Rags. From Riches to Rags. It is one of my favorite covers of all time that Superman is coming out of a limousine, <laughs> wearing a top hat and a cane, and punching a guy in the face. And then the other half is it's super a private Superman shack where he's eating bean soup and has like a boot with a or a sock with a sock with his toe sticking out. Yeah, Uh, let's see here. Not going to read that one. Oh, here's one. Crystal like J.J.B. B. Sterling wrote. Uh, I'm not sure where it is to be honest, but Micronauts 20 from 1980 was the oldest comic I had when Ant Man fought a bunch of like. Dustamites or whatever. Micronauts? Wow, don't remember that at all. Jar brings up uh, a Canadian <laughs> one, which yeah, is... Okay, they all put the picture. The in. Amazing Spider-Man Chaos in Calgary, which I'd never heard of before. <laughs> like, Chaos in Calgary. Is that like its own series? It must have been. it's the mu- number four. Yeah, it must have only been published in Canada, I guess? Yeah, That's... that seems like it's something the government paid for. That is really weird. That's really cool, Jar. Oh, this is a cool one. John Wahizel, the oldest comic book I own, is Amazing Spider-Man Annual number three, where Spidey battles the Hulk to try and join the Avengers. It's a really cool. I, I really like that issue. Mm-hmm. It's an extremely rough shape, but it's a cool thing to own. Yeah, these are cool. What? Uh, oh, pff, uh, that's a funny one. Triscuitable says Action Comics number one. It was free too on Comicsology. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Let's see here. Oh, man. Here's a good one. Creative Assassin. I've got an early Amazing Spider-Man issue, including the first appearances of Gwen Stacy, Harry Osborn, Rhino, Mary Jane. I have that Mary Jane one. Morbius. Whoa. Amazing Spider-Man 100. That's a pretty good one. Mm -hmm. Black Cat and Hobgoblin. I also have the entire runs of Spectacular Spider-Man and One of the Spider-Man. Pretty good. A pretty impressive Creative Assassin, I gotta say. Uh, One-ton Turtles. Ninja Turtle cover. Yeah, I think I had that. He's punching Hitler. I 100% had that issue. Totally had it. That was when, oh man, that's future Raph when he lost an eye. <laughs> Went back in time. Those, uh, those are so great. So I found the, uh, the exact issue. All right. Superman both proposed and revealed his identity. It was Action Comics 662 in 1990. Oh, but wow. That, that's a red cover. It's uh, at long last, The Secret Revealed and Lois Lane... <laughs> Taking off the glasses. <laughs> wow, six sixty-two. That is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, shoot. Oh God, Spade Slick. Like, guess if you if you want to feel really old, the oldest comic I have is Halo Uprising. Ugh. <laughs> that came out in two thousand seven. That was the first time I ever set foot into a comic shop, and I didn't start reading comics week to week until the New Fifty Two. Wow. Wow, the new 52 dug him back Jabbed in. Jabbed America, uh, I got a beat-up copy of Uncanny X-Men number 33. You got it for $10 at a comic convention. Um, oh, I want to see what it looks like. Oh, oh that is pretty. Is it That's the Calvin really big, all, really issues, all old issues of the X-Men pre-Wolverine introduction, like they're actually kind of shitty. And Sergeant Grumbles is my first purchase. An old, and oldest book was way back in 1995. Uh, was a trade paperback uh, version of Venom Lethal Protector. I remember being enthralled by the goofy action and somewhat campy uh, nature of the book. Also, Muscles and Tongues, which is every Venom appearance of the 90s. Muscles and Tongues, Muscles that's a good way tongues. to put it. Also, speaking of old comic books, mm. did you read the news about Nick Cage? That uh, He owns tons of yes. old comic books. I remember he, was, he had to sell. like He like, was robbed. Oh, he he was went robbed. to his home and found out that... Like, that Detective Comics, among them, Detective Comics number one and Action Comics number one yeah. were missing. And Jesus. he's like, well, I haven't been to this home in a while, and so I don't even know <laughs> when it was stolen, cops. <laughs> like he, was, he, he followed up with, I'm a sexy cat. <laughs> sexy cat. It's sexy. like these comics were gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> But, like, those are such prized... Like, I don't know. I'd rather somebody, like, lose the Mona Lisa. Wait, did that happen recently? This was reported on recently. Oh, no. He had to sell comics in desperation. And then people were talking about what he actually had. Yeah. I think... Well, I thought... He would never sell Action 1. He'd have to be very desperate for that. The most a comics ever sold for, the second of that is a Nicolas Cage transaction. Yeah. Yeah. I thought. No, that's true. Well, I mean, it's to keep him out of going to tax jail, like uh, pulling an old Wesley Snipes, as uh, as the, as we say in the business. <laughs> you see Dave Wesley Chappelle Snipes. on on doing fucking press all this week. What? This is great. Yeah. He's like, you don't. Nobody what knows anything about celebrities. Like, floor. I remember I I met Wesley Snipes when all y'all thought he was in jail. <laughs> 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 uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, I just wanted to hear more about that. No, he, yeah, he's, uh, I, I like when Dave Chappelle decides to talk to people because mm-hmm. he's funny. He is even, he, he can be very entertaining when he wants to talk as long as, uh, I, it actually made me so Sometimes he's not very entertaining when he wants to talk because, uh, I went. Before our show, you went to one of those? Yeah. <laughs> we, Dana Gould made 
was so funny making fun of him at our thing, but just saying like he has a problem, guy. Oh, oh, he did. He went for four hours. Were they all great? Like, <laughs> nope. Well, yeah. I well, I went to one. I went to one show, mm-hmm. uh, which was an unannounced comedy show at a local comedy club, mm-hmm. and it was a it was a Sunday before he decided to have the show. It was a Sunday ten dollar get a mm-hmm. you know, like watch local comics try Ugh, whatever. No. Yeah. I mean I've heard you guys. Yeah. Uh just kidding. But um so like I was like I wanna like it's Sunday, I'm lonely, I wanna watch comedy. Uh, so I clicked on the link and it's like it went to Dave Chappelle's performing tonight. The tickets are fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well fuck, I still want to see this. So I went <laughs> to it and it was amazing. But it was the early show because I had work the next morning. Mm-hmm. So, like, I saw him for, like, two and a half hours, and it was hilarious. And people were like – he was like, tell me about some some recent event. I'll, ta- I'll like, riff on that, and it'll be the funniest shit. So the next time he had a show, it was two blocks from my apartment at mm-hmm. uh, the Independent, which is this, like, uh, music club. Yeah. Uh, I actually saw Michael Showalter and Michael Ian Black. Uh, yeah, I, 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 mm-hmm. I think I've seen them there. I've seen a, I've seen a bunch of comics there. Mm-hmm. And they were all way better than Dave Chappelle was that night Whoa. because I took I went to the later show and the vibe was just not good. Like people were like saying like I'm Rich, like they were yelling I'm Rick James oh, bitch God. at him and like he just did not not want to be funny. But he was still on stage for <laughs> like three and a half hours. And Couldn't he have stopped after the first hour? That could have, like... but he didn't. And I was I was sta- like I got there late enough that I had to stand. At mm-hmm. the top, like there's this top area mm-hmm. where there's no seats at all, where it overlooks Stand the stage. Stand for three hours? Yeah, so it wild. was not fun. Yeah. So that's why I will never pay to go see him again. Mm-hmm. All right, so I still would. you know what's in the you know what's hot in the pop culture right now? For New Guardian trailer. Week? Oh, I didn't watch it because I don't want to know anything more about the film. All right. No, what's sexy and hot Ooh. is Game of Thrones. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's talking about Game of Thrones, and as you said, a Game of Thrones person has been cast already mm-hmm. in something as Aquaman. So, what Game of Thrones actor oh, would you have cast as a superhero character? In this is film? a great question. Um, Can I start since I only know one? Okay. Go for it. Uh, Peter Dinklage mm-hmm. as another X Men mutant. <laughs> Good one. I don't know. I I can't I, I can't think of any other short or who are short superheroes. Yeah, Mr. Mick like Mr. Mick Mix- 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 I feel like he would think that was too. Um, oh, it's beneath him. Beneath him. Like he doesn't want to play a character who's known for being short. He wants to play a character and being short. Is just the side thing. Like mm-hmm. Mr. Mavlux, like is short. He's the short little <laughs> he's a, he's creature a that yeah that 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 screws up Superman's plan. Yeah, he's too clownish. Like that's not he would never Peter do Dinklage plays. Play. Yeah, Peter Dinklage is so fucking funny in the Baxter. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've never seen that. I want to though. The Baxter is I great. A new movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. He only did it once with Elf, where he's like, "I'm going to make fun of my hate." Well, other people made fun yeah. of him with it, and he's like. All right, buddy. Want to say them all? Come on. Let's do it. Uh, you know, Jesus. I don't know many actors on it either, but uh, there's that guy, The Mountain, which, ah. uh, like, he could, I mean, he could just play the Hulk without special Have effects. Have you not like, seen him painted as, painting himself as the Hulk? No, no. He's it's, done that. It's so, he's doing it next to a kid, so it's like the most convincing thing you've ever seen. Because <laughs> he is really fucking huge. Yeah, he's a monster, man. Yeah, he's he is a monster. The Mountain. 
And he totally killed that one guy. And uh, The Red Viper, yes, Henry. I didn't want to... I said <laughs> I've made that vague because I didn't want to spoil things. For I guess I, it's, not, it's not like... It's not like sort of circular game to kill. All right, um, Chris, you, you'll have the most. I don't know. I, I love Lena Headley. Um, she's a queen, Circe. I see. Um, Is I that the she, dragon lady? No, no, okay. that's Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> I don't know. Man, shit! I wish I was I could yell shit like this before the show came out, and like you, mm-hmm. you wouldn't even have to entertain what I'm saying. You just tell me to shut up. Well, you would have. You know, now you can be those smug dicks who always say like, "Oh, wait until you see what's." I actually can. I watched the season finale, and it's like that is all I know about Tyrion. Period. Well, yeah, I, I think I would read they've hit the end of the books for some characters, mm-hmm. like, and I don't know what they're going to do at that point. Like, is our railroad Martin ain't finishing much? Oh God! I stole that from Tom Sharpley on the best. Show, All right, so. I still would love to like railroad. Chris, how's it going? That does seem like a lot. All right, I forgot. I, she was in Dread. As, yeah, okay. She was the main um, female villain in Dread. She's super beautiful, but has this really menacing look that she's good at. I don't know what superhero she'd be best to play. I'm guessing a supervillain, and I'm just thinking that now, so I don't have... Mm-hmm. I, I think cast... Mountain could definitely be the Sasquatch from Alpha Flight. Pretty Lena much. Headley, Queen Circe. You guys have not watched the she show. Could, well, she could be Circe, the uh, the villain in uh, Wonder Woman. Fine. I'll, that's that's mine, then. Can't have it, anybody. Answer this terrible question. All right, so there... <laughs> hey, come on. So there, there have been worse questions. I just want to get in on the buzz about Game of Thrones. Like, no joke, AV Club tweeted like a dozen Game of Thrones stories yesterday. They, just, they, it was, all, it was a weekend of Game of Thrones for them. Yeah. I, I think it's a cop-out. They only do te- a 10-episode season. What the fuck, it, it, You can see why when you watch the show. It's very expensive. Ugh, very expensive. Very expensive. <laughs> all right, so that's the end of this episode, guys. We went pretty long, didn't we? we but that's... Yeah. That's to make up for no episode last, or I mean, no new episode last week, though it was one of our best ever. But anyway, answer this question in the forums page. It's plugs. Laser time, bitch. This week, we uh, it's called Two and Through. I wish I hadn't, I wish I had just called it Failed Trilogies because that's what we're talking about. I'm very sad that I said Wilch, that Kareem Abdul Jabbar was Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> I guess I got, I got several people on that. at replied me on that. I'm sorry. Are you correcting me? No, oh. you didn't correct me. How did I not correct that? I've seen that movie. Man, you like a sports. Ton of times. Yeah. And it, well, yeah, he calls himself. Ah, I get it. But yeah, failed trilogies, movies that got to two and then were through. I I feel bad re listening to it because it was like, oh, it's just comedies. And comedies never start out as trilogies. They just maybe get a second shot and usually don't do much after that. Mm. Did you see the Andrew Stanton put out logos of what would have been the other two films in the John Carter trilogy? He did? Yep. Wow. He's like, boy, what could it? He tweeted, like, what could have been? And it was like logos for the other two movies. Yeah, man. Poor Taylor Kish. <laughs> I want to see that now. Dave? Uh, gee, podcast. Ah. Um, we should have another episode. Oh, boy. Up, yeah. Um, about WWE firings. Well, the best of luck in your future endeavors, yes. Dave. But uh, also, there's VG Empire, the video game music podcast done by Brett Elston, and Vigi Game Apocalypse, the video game, yes. a super duper show hosted by Michael Replies. The top five most depressing trailers of E3. There were a <laughs> lot of them. Mm-hmm. All right, and until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior.